0: And just be okay and don't try to force it like because yeah. the timing is everything he knows like the timing of all things and he's yeah. placed us here for this time for this purpose for for a reason and finding that is a hard place but but really the most important thing is finding him and trusting that hey God no matter what happens no matter if I you've never see this like you're still good and you're still faithful That's and it. Even if it means people needed to see me walk through this journey and just trust you the whole time, maybe that's what they needed. You know, like, I don't know his, his plan. He's so big.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the Called Forth podcast. This is the place where we help ambitious women of faith to activate and break through the belief structures holding them back. I'm your host, Dawn Town, author of the book, Hashtag More Than Done, speaker, wife, and mama four. I'm going to show you how to go from stuck to called forth while connecting to the full expression of who God has made you to be and make this season your season in your life and your business. I believe God has called you forth from the very beginning and this is your season of awakening and activation. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Called Forth Podcast. I'm so excited to have Jordan Mitchell (laughs) with me today. Thank you for being here, Jordan. Thank you
0: for inviting me, I'm so excited.
1: (laughs) Well, I just like wanna dive in because I followed you on social media. We first met, what was it, maybe two years ago? I think so, yeah. And then just, I've, I've got to follow your story, and I was just so inspired with the things I was thinking, I'm like, she's a perfect guest for the Call of Forth podcast. <laughs> so sweet. So I just would love to start off with you just sharing a little bit about your story, um, where you came from, and then we'll kind of yes. like bridge that gap to where you find yourself right now and the things Absolutely. that you're
0: doing. thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Um, okay, so I grew up in Arkansas. I was born in Oklahoma, and then I moved to Arkansas. And I had like this really fun childhood because my family was like a rodeo family. So my dad was a calf roper and my mom was a barrel racer. So I was just like born into that. (laughs) So just like a really fun childhood and um, lots of memories, lots of just times with my family, like traveling to different rodeos and horses and just all that fun stuff. But then when I turned 16 is when like, um, I was like, okay, do I want to do this anymore? (laughs) And so I told my mom, I was like, okay, sell my horse. I just I'm gonna sign up for all these high school things like that I had literally had never done before so I like went into the office of the high school you know the high school office and I'm like okay I'm gonna sign up for the plays I'm gonna sign up for golf never swung a golf club <laughs> in my whole life um, I signed up for the track team like I was like I'm just ready to dive into new stuff you know um, because my whole childhood has been amazing but it had just been like that's all I'd ever known and so mm. it was like I just gotta try these things while I'm in high school um, and praise God that I did because um, on the golf team so I didn't really grow up going to church or anything I had a few friends that would like invite me to vacation Bible school or stuff like that and so I knew something was missing in my life but I wasn't sure how to you know how to find that <laughs> makes sense, mm-hmm. and so I um, like I said, I signed up for all these things, and on the golf team, this girl like kept inviting me to church like every Wednesday, and mm-hmm. it was like a broken record. I was like, "No, I'm busy. I'm so sorry. Like I can't come." You know, <laughs> all these excuses, mm-hmm. and um, and then finally one Wednesday, I think my boyfriend at the time was going because like I was the girl with that always had a boyfriend, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, if he's gonna go, then I'll go." And so I ended up um, going to youth group one night, and I heard the gospel for the first time, and it just like mm-hmm. completely erratically changed my life. I was like, "I'm sorry." What have I been missing my whole life? Like what? Just that I was loved and that I was called and that my sins had been forgiven. Like I I'd seen myself as like a really good person and a nice person, but I knew that wasn't enough. Somehow I knew that there was just something missing, and so um, I heard the gospel for the first time, and I just really ran after it. Like I just I like went every week after that. And I think like my third time, I was like, "Can I lead a Bible study?" And they were like, "Okay, calm down." <laughs> <I> Thank <can't laughs> you. <here> three times. <laughs> like I, didn't I love have anything. It. I was just like ready. Yeah. Um, the Lord just was really. He was pursuing me because, um, I. I don't even know he just was pursuing me because there was no way that I was pursuing him or you know adding that to my life like it it just was all him and so praise God for that and then um, I finally gave my life to Christ like after like a month of going there and just like soaking in the word and stuff we went to um, this youth conference and it was like all about purity and exactly what I needed to hear as a teenager and so um, my boyfriend was there at the time and I was like. I, like, I love this. This is amazing. Like all this stuff. And I, he was just like, why are you taking this so seriously? I was like, I need Jesus. Like, I was like so on fire. And so yeah. I like, we were like sitting in the nosebleed section of this conference and I like run down to the altar and I'm like, Lord Jesus, Aww. like I just want to make you my savior. And so I'll never forget that moment. But that was really just a defining moment in my life from living for me and thinking that I was okay and thinking that I was like this great kid and maybe maybe I was okay you know maybe I was like happy in a sense Mm -hmm. but I just knew something was missing and I just needed to hear the good news of the gospel and I needed to have Jesus in my life to heal all the things in my life and help me know that it's not all about me and it's not all about like if I'm nice to somebody or if I can be happy in a certain circumstance, but it's all about him Mm. and what he can do for us. And, um, so there, it's just a total different, like happiness. It's like happiness Mm. versus joy and all that. So, um, so, and then it was just a journey, like, I didn't get all the crap out of my life that I needed to, like, it took, it took a long time, but um, that's really where it started, and so the rest of my high school time in high school, um, just trying those new things really just developed me as a person and helped me see, like, where he's gifted me at and then I've just been kind of going with that ever since and I love the word of God and I like love learning it and so I always thought like I need to go to Bible school or something the door never really opened for me to do that and that's okay um but I love talking about what he's done in my life and so I'm just like Lord I have a mouth so just use it so (laughs) I love it yeah I love what you were describing
1: about you know, you had this incredible moment where you accepted Jesus as your savior. And then, but it was also a journey of you yeah. like learning and growing and being refined over time. I think sometimes, especially that's as a true. Christian, we feel like, okay, we accept Jesus. Like it's supposed to be great now, right? Yeah, like, like it's supposed to be like, tomorrow is
0: you know, going to be all different, right? No. <laughs> the answer the prayers. It's all yes. going to be great. Yeah. But
1: it really is a journey yeah. of being refined. And I think sometimes that's the hard part because mm-hmm. we, we have this moment we want to we we want to think things are changed but yeah it's a, it's a process so Absolutely. how did you how do you feel like you navigate that process of like being refined and, and what do you say to yourself when you know you go through those things where you're challenged and you know you don't get the answer that you hope that you get and those sorts of sure. things
0: yeah so i think um it, i can like see it in seasons in my life so Through high school, you know, like I had like a bunch of boyfriends and a bunch of struggles of just like I need a boyfriend to be like validated and fill voids in my life that really cannot be filled by a boyfriend. And so going through that, like in that time, it was like, Okay, Lord, how can I get away from leaning on something else and lean on you, if that makes sense. And so now, just now in my life, am I using that lesson? (laughs) To, to now like pour into like youth girls because I help yeah. with youth girls and so I'm like don't be like me in high school you know? <laughs> so I'm like using that now and so that was a season I had to walk through and then I go in college and I don't know what the heck I'm doing and I don't know what area I want to go into and all these things and so that was another season of just trusting that okay God like here I am like here's my life <laughs> what mm-hmm. in the world are you going to do with it And then just trusting the process of um, him walking me and not like not forcing anything because we want to force stuff all the time. And Mm -hmm. it's just that's not how like that's not enjoyable to like try to force all the things like you just have to let it happen. And that's the hard part is waiting. And I feel like the Lord's always like telling me to wait. And I'm like, again, (laughs) I have to wait again. But anyway, and so that was another season. And I um, just like I feel like I'm I'm tapping into that now as I'm able to like speak about that and just Mm -hmm. trusting the Lord that he had. He had obviously good plans during that time, but I just had to be like, okay, God, like here I am, yeah. you know? um, And then marriage, like once again, just refining. Like, that was that's probably been like my most refining season of just like trusting that I don't have to um, like have it all together, and I don't have to control all the things because mm-hmm. I think that was a really big issue that I walked into like in marriage, thinking like it's gonna look like this, and then it looks like this, and you're like, okay, let me fix it so it looks like this. Right, <laughs> like, right. No. Like, right. <laughs> and so. Um, that that was probably my has been my most refining season and then motherhood like you add Mm -hmm. that and so I'm like do do (laughs) do I'm just walking through the things but it's just being in the season that you're in and trusting that God is working for our good because the word says that he has good works planned for those who love him and so check your heart like am I loving God like and so you have to trust that he has good things it might not go your way and it's going to be really hard and messy but it's just Mm -hmm. yeah um so I guess that's my answer for refining is like in every season I can see where he's refined me because of a certain certain set circumstances that I've walked into whether it was my own fault or you know, just him being gracious to me and che- yeah. teaching me through that season. So,
1: I yeah. think as you're sharing that word that the word that came to mind was like surrender yes. it's, you're almost like con- a constant oh choice to surrender yes. but th- I feel like so often when we do that God's working behind the scenes in ways that we don't even know like refining us in the process mm-hmm. and it is hard to surrender it is hard to be patient which kind of leads me to my next question with you now you know I've seen your journey and you're you know, you just had a kid's, it wasn't a, it was a camp,
0: or what would you yeah. call it? Yeah, so it was like a day camp. I was like, I can't do the overnight thing yet. I'm not brave enough to do that yet. and it was my first one. But um, is it okay if I talk about destiny by design a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah. Okay. My question yeah. was
1: going to kind of lead into how have you been able to find the courage to now step out and do those things? Because yeah. when you feel like God's giving you something on your heart and he's like stirred your heart in a dire- certain direction, it is, a, you know, a little bit scary to kind of step out and put yourself out there and walk it out. So what has it been like for you to, like, find that courage and realize that God was saying yes to you taking those steps to Absolutely. walk out what he's given you to do?
0: For sure. I'm just going to back up a little bit so this makes sense. So I went to college and I went for education and I did not want to go to the college that I went to, but the Lord like kept putting it on my heart and literally like provided the whole thing. It was just an insane miracle, totally the grace of the Lord. But anyway, so I went for education. So I had taught, um, I taught second grade for one year and I absolutely loved it. But the part that I loved about it was like being around the kids and like, just like encouraging them and giving them just like love and affection Mm -hmm. and all the things. And so, um, just making sure that they have a smile on their face when they come in my classroom. So I love that part of it. So I knew I've always loved kids and I've loved just like having fun with them and making life fun for them. Um, And so fast forward just a little bit. So I like I have two boys and so stepping into motherhood is like, I had to put education on the background, which is totally fine, and so I love being a stay-at-home mom and just getting to pour into my boys and stuff, but it was like I entered this season once I was a mom, and especially like probably after the first year of just like, okay, what I am a mom, like I know I'm a mom, like I'm forever going to be a mom, but I know that the Lord has more for me, and so how do I like slowly step into that and not take away from my family, Mm. and not take away time from being a mom, yeah. and because obviously that's, like, my main mission, Yeah. Um, but so I got introduced to this program called Destiny by Design, and it's all about just, like, looking at how God made you, and the things that you're interested in, and then taking those things and, like, dreaming with the Lord, because it's so hard to dream in our days, like, we don't want to dream, we're like... Mm-hmm this is my five-year plan, like, yes. you know, like, we want, we want the blueprint, like yeah. I would say, um, and so I just was, I went through this, and it was, like, finding myself all over again, like, I'm pretty sure I cried through, like, every session, because it, I just felt like the Lord was encouraging me and speaking to me in this two years of, like, being a stay-at-home mom, and really, like, loving it, but also having those hard moments, but also being, like, I know that there's more for me, like, I know mm-hmm. I have a call in my life, Lord, but what the heck is it, like, you know, yeah. and so um, I just, I went through that, and I loved every minute of it and I was like I have to do this to other people like I have to have I have to help them go through this like mm-hmm. I have to and so that's where the kids camp came in so the whole program is all about like dreaming with the Lord so one of the things that the Lord put on my heart the very first time I went through Destiny by Design was to do a kids camp and so it was like seeing my dream come to pass this past weekend um being able to do that and it wow. was just yeah but just stepping out um just going into that part of the question just stepping out you you It just goes back to trust. I feel like I'm going to say like trust a hundred times, but whether it's finances or location or people to help you like I just had to ask people and mm-hmm. then it all came into play but I believe only because the Lord laid it on my heart like we can't just make all these cool ideas in our head and think that they're all from the Lord but, like we really have to surrender once again and be like if this is you I'm gonna need you to come through because yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Right. <laughs> and so it was just like boom 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 he um just helped me do that. And like the week before I feel like Satan was just like attacking me like crazy. Like I had mm-hmm. like such a rough week I was like he obviously doesn't want me to do this. <laughs> like, yeah. he's just like not a fan of this. Obviously, and so, um, but just just asking for help, which is something I'm not good at, which is what the Lord is like. I'd be like, oh, I can do it all on my own. It's fine. Like, I can handle thirty kids and, on sixty acres. Like, I cannot. I would mean, like, what? No. Um, but just being faithful, and I have definitely walked through seasons where I think that I should like present this to somebody or present this to an organization because they're going to be on board with it. And for some reason, like it's always fallen through. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well. and and maybe it won't always fall through you know what I mean but it's been like I've been excited about something and been like could I teach this here or could I do this with your group and then it's it, like they're not excited about it as I am, and so then I know, okay, that one, that one's not for the from the Lord right now. Like maybe He has that for later, mm-hmm. but it's always just been like He has to piece it together because that once again, that's me like trying to force all the things yeah. like, oh, this will fit perfectly, this this will be great, you know, this will get me to my next event or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just really has to be from the Lord because mm-hmm. He's just yeah. yeah. I love that because
1: it reminds me of this phrase: "Is it good or is it God?" Like God good is, things yeah. aren't always God, and so I feel like it does take that sensitivity sure. to this. To his spirit to know like is this direction you're leading me and that's I feel like what makes the difference between dreaming from a secular perspective and dreaming from a faith-filled perspective because you are like inviting God into this and asking him to lead and because you don't want you don't want what he doesn't want you know you want that alignment so that way there's grace on what you do so I love that you point that out because I mean as dreamers we can have a million different ideas Mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be hard to try to pinpoint like which one is it? But I love how you were sharing the processes. It sounds like you kinda started to walk a, walk it out a little bit. You realized that the door was closed or it didn't mm-hmm. seem like it was the right timing.
0: So then you were able to put that on the back and then still move forward with where there was grace. Absolutely and like after that kind of didn't happen like I think I had like one big meeting where I was like okay here's all my here's my presentation you know like could I do this here and of course like nothing ever happened and then in my heart I'm like okay that door is closed okay God but like show me where this is open because I know that there's like a fire in my bones like I want yeah. to do this and I know that I know well, just personally I just get like really like Pumped up, and I can't stop thinking about it. And I like want to talk about it all the time, and I know that's when it's from the Lord. Or when it yeah. dies out, I'm like, okay, like that was a really cool thought, but no, <laughs> okay, yeah. like I don't want to do that ever, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And so it was funny because um, you know, the door had closed with with the one group, and then I saw you and Jody with Passport to Purpose at the dinner in Mount Pleasant, oh, and yeah. I just felt like the Lord was like, bring it up, like bring it up with Jody, and then it just like opened, and and it obviously um, I was like a a new new second time mom <laughs> and so I was navigating like two kids yeah. and so I look back at that season I'm like I could have done such a better job but like just pouring into the passport girls but it was one of those things where I was like I, I had a difficult second child and <laughs> all yeah. the things like love him to pieces. Oh but you was, were like, amazing like one thing I just <laughs> loved was like I feel like you
1: instantly connect to people like when I first met you I'm like I want to be her best friend like <laughs> yeah. I always I'm sure you hear that a lot like you give that off that energy and I don't know that that's the right word but yeah. where people are just drawn to your personality so that was well, going to be one of my questions. Maybe I'll lead into yes. it now. Is basically how did you develop that ability to have what I would call like an infectious energy? Like you're very approachable, um, and you are, you've you at least come across like you are totally comfortable in your own skin. Like you're you and you own who you are. How did you develop that ability to just? be so bubbly and outgoing and just have that really infectious energy where people, you're just so inviting. Like, yeah. was that something that you feels
0: natural or did you learn part of, did, is it part of that a learned skill? Like, what would you say? Well, I think the Lord really had to develop like a love for people in me because I, I think that I was like, and maybe in my younger years, I would... I would like be nice to people's face like that's just something that I like to do like I like to be nice to people <laughs> but in in my head like am I really thinking like nice thoughts about them or am I like when I walk away am I still like the same person you know what I'm saying like we all have to go through that in middle school yeah or, like finding ourselves yeah and so but I feel like as the Lord like as I learned about the Holy Spirit as I learned about all these qualities of God and like his word I feel like I just was so drawn to loving people mm-hmm. because when I was loved on, like, as a new Christian, like, it made all the difference, like, they saw all of me, and they still, like, accepted who I was, and obviously, they're, like, the Lord does that to me, and so I wanted to give that to people, because I know that if I'm not, even if I, if I don't agree with any part of your lifestyle, so like, I just want you to know that you're loved, because oh, yeah. that's the only power, really, that I have to give you, you know what I mean? Yeah, Like, yeah. like I'm so loved, because of, despite of all my all my issues, all my problems, all my sins—like I'm loved—and so I just want to give that to other people. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like being inviting and being like who I am and who the Lord has made me to be—that's what I want to come off. Like I don't want Jordan's words words to just come out. Like I want them to know that they're loved and they're accepted right now as they are. I'm not saying you can't grow. <laughs> yeah. Like that's what I'm saying. But I just want you to know, like. I just wanted my life to feel like a hug from God, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. um, and it's not always easy. And I, I feel like I do that better with like complete strangers than I do with the people <laughs> that are closest to me sometimes. Like I want to be that way all the time, but, um, it's when I'm really intentional and like let my light shine, excuse me, let my light shine and really, um, just think about like, what do I want to give this person? Like I might not ever see this person again. I just want them to be loved. Like yeah. I just want that them to know, like, it's okay. I love that. Yeah. I think I think that's so valuable too
1: because people I feel like often need that aspect of I'm not being preached to, I'm not, you're not trying to change me, like love me in this moment, because that's mm-hmm. where, where God does. He loves you in the moment. Yes, yes. he calls you higher. Yes, <laughs> calls you out of the sin, but he still loves you before the transformation yes. ever takes place. So so yeah, I love that because I know at different times when I've been in my deepest sin, it was those people that loved me in that moment yes. where I didn't feel judged. I felt understood. Like mm-hmm. they understood why I was making the choices I right. was making. And those are the people that I I go to now that like, they're my biggest confidants. Yes. Those people that loved me and didn't need to like tell me, you know, you shouldn't be doing that, right. you know, and not that there's not a time and place for yes, correction. Yeah. There definitely is. Mm-hmm. But I feel like sometimes when people in, are in their deepest woundedness and they're operating out of their deepest woundedness, mm-hmm. they respond more to... You loving them where they're at in the right. moment, and I get there's nuances and every situation is different. Sure. But I just you know pe- speaking from personal experiences, those people that loved me when I was yes. in the deepest pain of where I was, where I felt like the safest. Yes. and then when you know when I was ready to change and things were turning around, mm-hmm. like those were the people that. Right. Um, I felt like we're my biggest confidants.
0: When we see that in people, like it's when we feel the presence of God and we feel him just like love us through all yeah. the things that it's like, oh my gosh, like that was so the Lord that that person was in my life and that the, and then yeah. we see it's easier to see God because yeah. we're like, oh my word, like I've experienced that. And then he's my heavenly father and he's doing the same thing. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just, it's really cool how he uses people. and stuff. Yes. Yeah, definitely.
1: Love that. <laughs> my other question is, um, you know, obviously this podcast is for ambitious women and women of faith who are trying to break through the belief systems, holding them back from connection and purpose. And so I think sometimes when people are walking out their callings and their purpose, it's easy from the outside looking in to think, like, why is that happening for her? Like, why does it seem like things are unfolding for her and it's not for me? And, like, how do I bridge that gap myself? And what would you just say to somebody who's, like, in this realm of being discouraged, like, they're fighting for what they feel like they should go after, but it doesn't feel like things are unfolding? What would you say to somebody who's kind of, like, in that place?
0: Yes which is such a hard place to be in because you're like, I know there's more to life than this, <laughs> like yeah. the, the daily grind, like, you know. Um, I think that I'm just going to go back and, like, say surrender and trust a hundred more times. But, but really, I would just say don't be afraid to, like, try things and make time to dream, which I feel like you're so good at. And, like, I love listening to your podcast. Um, I was listening to one where you talked about really just, like, reflecting and things. Um, make time to dream with the Lord and make time to talk to Him about, like, I know that these things are in me. I know they need to be refined. I know that I need help. I know that I I have this in me. You've put something in me to like, that sparks life in me that like is a fire in my bones. You know, how do I get there? Like how, and, and don't be afraid to ask the questions and he'll answer them. It might take years, it might take months. I don't know. <laughs> like I wish I had, I wish I could just tell them that, but um, don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, I don't know, and just pray the pray the dangerous prayers, you know, that we we could say like, yeah. God, I want to live for you, like, and I know that you have put me here for a reason. I don't even see that reason right now. I don't even I don't even sense it. I don't even know where I'm at, like, but I know I'm here for a reason, and I love you, and so can you please walk me into that and help me to trust you. And there's so many like barriers that can keep us from even dreaming, from even praying those prayers, like finances, which is so sick yeah. and hard, yeah. or I'm a mom right now and. My kids drive me crazy and I'm home all the time and I don't know how to dream and like all these yeah. things, you know. Um, we don't like how do we slowly break out of those but still enjoy the things that we're given because it is a blessing to be a mom. It is a blessing to like in be in the hard stuff even yeah. like. Um and so I would just say, Talk to talk to the Lord, like just be real with him because he's yeah. not scared from you being real. Like, right. <laughs> maybe raise your voice a little bit and you have to. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not afraid <laughs> like, to like can you just help me. Like, right. Um <laughs> I've done that several times, <laughs> but, and then just be okay, and don't try to force it, like, because yeah. the timing is everything, like, he knows, like, the timing of all the things, and he's yeah. placed us here for this time, for this purpose, for, for a reason, and finding that is a hard place, but, but really the most important thing is finding him, and trusting that, okay, God, like, no matter what happens, no matter if I even never see this, like, you're still good, mm. and you're still faithful, That's and it. even if it means, like, people needed to see me walk through this journey and just trust you the whole time maybe that's what they needed Mm. you know like I don't know his his plan he's so big (laughs) I don't even I don't even almost figure it out (laughs) I feel like I'm not the poster child for figuring that out but um just to trust him and just to be real with him and be real with people like I know my life could look like this like I know that this could happen and not being afraid to speak that out and dream that out even in talk about it, and get excited about it, I feel like that's what has stirred stuff in me, like, I know that I would love to do this, like, or talking about your dreams, you know, like, everyone, when you're little, it's like, what do you want to be when you grow up, like, answer those questions right now, like, it's okay if you are a (laughs) grown-up, like, um, but, so my, me and my husband talk about that sometimes, and he knows, like, I would love to be, like, a speaker, like, a traveling speaker or something, so he'll, like, joke about it sometimes, but, um, I'm like, no, that's, like, real, (laughs) (laughs) like, I want to do that, yeah, (laughs) but I know I have so many lessons in life, things to learn even before I can speak about anything you know. Um, and I think it needs to happen like when I'm 25 or something I'm 28 like I'm way past that mark so um, it just it takes time and it takes trust and it's so hard that's all I have to say yeah it's yeah. just hard <laughs> no I love that though because God's timing
1: is always perfect and even when it seems like he's like he always makes it worth it in the end yes, I feel like yeah. and sometimes when you're in the middle of walking through it it feels like okay well, I really feel like I've learned whatever I need to learn to be able to mm-hmm. walk in what I want to walk in. But for whatever reason, and he, he knows it all, he's got a reason for why things unfold the way that they do. And in the moment we might not always understand it, but I feel like that trust factor where you said we're surrendering and we're trusting, then we can just rest in the fact of it's okay that I don't understand it all. As hard as it might be not as mm-hmm. hard as it might be to not understand, it's okay. Sure. So I, what I loved about what you shared too was was really connecting with other people, you kind of talked about it earlier and then yeah. even now, um, which leads into what I know, you're hosting a women's conference coming up. Yes. Can you tell me about like yes. this new
0: event that's coming up? For sure, so I just talked about like I love, I love loving on people, I love women's ministry, I love all those things, and Destiny by Design, I love teaching that. So I have this friend, Brittany, that she just, like, Marco pulled me one day, and she just, like, told me her dream. She was like, I really, like, want to start a women's ministry because I feel like we're lacking in that area in Southeast Iowa, like, where we do it doesn't matter, like, what denomination you're with, what culture you're with, whatever, like, all the differences <laughs> set aside, like, how can we unify with women, and how can we, like, build each other up and have, like, a place where we can tell each other, like, nothing's, like, a secret, like, whatever we're hosting or whatever event, a Bible study we're doing, like, it's out there, like, we're posting on our page, like, it's not, like, oh, you can be invited if you're in this group, or, you know, it's, like, how can we unify together, because Mm -hmm. that's what the Lord wants, he wants unity, and so she's, like, Marco pulling me her dream, and I'm just, like, over here, like, I want to do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, but it was her being brave enough to yeah. share her dream with me and not think that it's goofy or silly or keep it in the back of her mind. And obviously, I believe it was from the Lord too. And then it was just like a springboard of her of me like, yes, let's do this. And um, the Lord just you utilizing our friendship to build each other up and to keep going even when it was like we don't really know what we're doing like <laughs> you know all these things and we had like tons of pushback and it was silly um even though like what we're trying to do is really awesome <laughs> what in the world anyway and so just like getting on board with her and trying to use my gifts to you to, yeah. to like help her build her ministry um and it's just been so fun because I feel like she's built me up and she she knows what I'm good at like I'm just like, I just have a mouth, so if you want me to, like, talk or anything, just, yeah, whatever. (laughs) So I can do that. Um, And so it's just been fun to connect with her and to, like, join arms with her and some other women and just be like, let's do this. We have no idea what we're doing, but we're trusting you, Lord. Let's go. (laughs) So, yeah, we had, like, a dinner, and we invited a bunch of people, and we had a really good speaker there, and I got to kind of, like, emcee that, which I love that stuff. Like, I just want people to, like, feel comfortable and laugh and that kind of stuff. Um, And then we have the we've had tons of Bible studies, which is, which has been so cool, and then we have the retreat coming up, so I'm super excited, and we have some really fun speakers, and we're trying to, you know, like, just get people, just local, you know, like, yeah. we have so many local people that are gifted, and sh- and they all have a story, and so yeah. it's just really neat. So. I love that, too,
1: <laughs> because even in a lot of what you shared, so much of walking out the journey can be isolating, but when yes. you're connecting with other people, when mm-hmm. you're going, when you're, um, Connecting with local resources even and, and really connecting with other people and sharing your story and hearing other people's story. It inspires you in your own journey to know that it's possible. So I think a, also an encouraging piece of walking out what may feel isolating Cannot be that way if we connect with other people. And uh, so I love that you guys are offering that.
0: Which isn't easy. You know, it's like, especially as adults, finding like your people. (laughs) Yeah. It's so much easier when you're like forced to be in a building with people every day, like when you're in school or something. But it's so hard as an adult because. Like okay, are our kids getting along? Okay, like are we interested in the same thing? Like it's so, it's so hard. Like I wish there was like a dating app. (laughs) Yes, yes, I'm I'm like BFF Tinder. Yes, yes. (laughs) and it's so mean. Like you know what it's like? No, no. no, Right. But it's like my time is precious because like we're wives, we're moms, we're you know we have jobs, whatever. Like our time is precious, but we still need friends. We still need, yes. it's so hard. Yeah. yeah. But um, also this something to trust the Lord about. Cause I feel like I've walked through this journey of friendship also. It's been like, okay, I need my people. I don't know where they're at right now, but I need them. Right. No, so,
1: yeah. I think that's so true with friendships because there's friendships where you can have a, something in common or there's just different elements that connect you. But when you've got that friend that like really understands yes. you and yeah. like, there's that commonality, it, it does, it's a sweet friendship. And in two, like growing up, I'm sure you'd say the same thing. Like there's different people that you connect with in different ways. Like, nice, yeah. so anyway, I just, I love that you should like, because yeah, it is sometimes hard to find your tribe or your <laughs> <Yes>. community. <laughs> like but
0: everyone wants to say that, but it's like, do you know how hard that is? Right. right.
1: <laughs> I agree. But I do love that. That's like, you start that journey. You really start reaching out, sharing your story, hear other people's story. And I've always heard, you know, That whatever deficit you have in your life, like if you're praying, like, God, fill that in me, Mm -hmm. you can reach out and do that to somebody else. So if you're feeling lonely, like, go connect with somebody who's feeling lonely. And sometimes that also can help, uh, you know, take the eyes off of your own problems when you're serving in another way.
0: Well, I just want to thank you for coming <laughs> yes, on. It was so awesome was
1: so to connect fun. with you and, you and hear more about what you're doing and just how God has brought you from where you were at to where you are now. And it's such an inspiration. And a,
0: um, So my last question, is there anywhere that pe- I can direct people to connect with you? Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely on Facebook and Instagram. I kind of want to be like the cool Instagram mom, but I don't really know how to do that. <laughs> I like to make like funny reels and stuff with my yeah. kids or force them to make those with me. No, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Um, if you see me at the grocery store, <laughs> locally, yeah, um, and then yeah, just look on Gracefully United's page if you're seeking for like um, women to connect with and dive in the word with. We would love to have you there. So awesome! <laughs> all
1: right, I will definitely leave all those links in the video version of this podcast in the description and on the podcast version. So. We just want to thank you so much for joining us in this episode. I know you've had just as much fun as I've had just enjoying Jordan. So thank you for being on. Thank you so much, Dawn. That's all we've got for this episode of the Called Forth podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also make sure to link up with us at www.dawntown.com. That's dawn T-O-W-N-E.com and on social media. And please just share, share this podcast with anyone who you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember you have been called
0: for